Brothers and sisters, happy Sunday um, and the fifth day of our Lenten retreat together. Today I'm going to start speaking about Saint Manuel um, and I'm really excited to introduce him to you guys over the next while. Um, just say one or two things first about the gospel today. You know, the gospel today is of that great encounter of Christ. He's full of the Holy Spirit. He's led by the Spirit into the desert to, 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 to engage in spiritual combat, to manifest the power of God over Satan. And we see that in the scriptures that Christ is hungry. And it's almost as if he's Christ's, Christ's hunger is making reparation for the disorder, disordered hunger of Adam and Eve when they took the fruit from the tree, when Eve took the fruit. That, that, that hunger for, for what is not right is being repaired by the hunger of Christ for what is right. And we have to get the right things in the right order in our life. And putting the Eucharist first and central to our life, celebration of the Mass, but also directing our hunger for joy, our hunger for love, our hunger for, for the company of a best friend. If we can get in touch with that hunger towards the Eucharist, towards Jesus, because he's left himself with a tangible sign, as St. Thomas would say, the sacrament of friendship, because he would give himself completely to us, and that, that he made himself so humble and in the Eucharist so that we won't be afraid to approach him. And so if we can get in touch with this hunger, that's really important. The first words that the devil says to Christ is really crucial. He says, if you are the son of God, you know, even before we get to the temptation about tempting him to eat, etc., there's a temptation there at first. It's about that word, if, you know, the devil primarily will doubt get us to doubt our identity. And he gets Jesus here to, to doubt, to want to doubt his identity. Of course, Christ is so rooted in who he is. He's the son of God. He knows this. But sometimes we get fall into the doubts. We forget that we are children of God. We forget that we are heirs to, to a whole economy of grace, to a whole kingdom of grace. To be, we're heirs to the power of the Holy Spirit, to the love of the Father. And so we can fall for this temptation if, you know, this, this doubt a nagging, nagging doubt, especially in modern culture. So much doubt, so much doubt. And so, again, that is a great temptation for us Catholics. Do we doubt that this bread is really Christ? Do we doubt that this, 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 this wine becomes the blood of Christ? Do we doubt that a living person is now present instead of an inanimate piece of bread after the Mass? And so here's a question for us to really get in touch with the right hunger there and ask, Lord, Lord, help my unbelief, you know, help me to have the right faith. And we've been speaking about Pope John Paul the last few days. And I just want to start talking about St. Manuel through St. John Paul. John Paul II gave the homily for the beatification of Bishop Manuel in 2001. And later on, Pope Francis would canonize him. And in this homily, I'm going to read it because it's beautiful. And John Paul says, that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. It's almost like this primary word of St. John echoes in the life of St. Manuel. Anytime he saw a tabernacle, we saw the monstrance, it is the Lord. In the gospel, we have heard that seeing the miracle worked, a disciple recognizes Jesus. 
Lord, give us the grace that we may recognize you in the Eucharist. The others will recognize him later. And this is, you know, there's a deep mystery here in the scriptures about how some disciples will, how this disciple John will quickly recognize Christ and others will do it later. And sometimes it's like that in our life. You know, many times it was very late in life that, that some will come to recognize this amazing gift of the Eucharist. Um, let's pray that we are not one of them. Let's pray that we can be like St. John to recognize Christ in the Eucharist in our early days. St. John Paul says, In presenting to us Jesus who came and took the bread and gave it to them, the gospel points out how and when we can meet the risen Christ in the Eucharist, where Jesus is truly present under the appearances of bread and wine. It would be sad if after so long the Savior's long presence were still to be unknown by humanity. This was deeply personal to John Paul because he was so Eucharistic. He, he had spent so many hours in adoration and as Pope, I mean, and a, and a genius of a man, a man who, who can bow his intellect down to, to the ascent of faith that this is Christ, a genius philosopher that John Paul was. He goes on. This was the great passion of the new blessed, blessed Manuel Garcia, Bishop of Malaga and later of Palencia. His experience before a deserted tabernacle in Palomares del Rio was to mark his whole life. And from that moment, he dedicated himself to spreading devotion to the Eucharist, proclaiming the words he subsequently chose as his epitaph. Here is Jesus. Here he is here. Do not abandon him. Blessed Manuel Garcia, founder of the Missionarias Eucharisticas de Nazareth, is a model of Eucharistic faith, whose example continues to speak to the church today. Brothers and sisters, when, a, when the church raises a saint, a bishop saint, in this way, it's very prophetic for us. 